Alrighty, alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13 of Waves on the Shore with your co-hosts, me and Jaren. There is a, a frame missing from the screen, a face not present at the moment. Um, how do we want to go about this one? <laughs> we didn't plan this. Uh, it's jaded, uh, in short jaded uh and maybe you guys as listeners could tell but uh he i think he he slowly was realizing that he kind of was wanting to move on from the pod not that he he enjoyed the conversations but uh, i think the at least what he told me and evan uh he felt that he was ready to leave it behind and that he i think he felt that um, me and Evan were maybe more suited for this. Uh, kind of just losing interest a bit over time. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah, it's nothing... Um, there was no no beef. No 2017 yeah, no diss tracks will be sent around. No one crossed the border and fought each other. Um, but yeah, that's the elephant in the room. Jade is not here anymore. Um, I'm terrible at being sentimental. I'm no, just I, realizing this. I'm was, so, I'm so stone cold. I'm just like, no, hey, I'm was, not here. No, I, no, move he on. Us, when he told us, I, I like, I mean, me and you talked about it. We we were kind of expecting it, but um, it was a there was a little there was a slow build up to it. Um, yeah, it didn't heal at once. And I, I'm sure some of you guys will. Too. We will I miss know, the hot takes. We will know, miss the uh, uh, disagreements. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. They were elite. <laughs> Yeah, the disagreements did lead to some pretty good, pretty solid conversation, too. And I will say, I know, like, I think in the last episode in the comments, Han- I think Hannah is like, man, I, saw I that. barely talked this episode. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I got yeah. real sad. And I was like, yeah. So, we love well, you, Jaded. The viewers love you. So. Yeah, um, today... Today's agenda, we got a few things we're going to talk about. Not too many big releases, but there was one rather large release, rather well-anticipated, not very well-received, but well-anticipated project, and uh, some news coming from multiple sources. We're going to get to all that. And, um, gosh, it looks like there's like a circle on my nose, but it's it's a cut. Sorry, I can't what? help but unsee it. It just looks there's like my nose is it? severed. I walked into a door, and I cut my nose oh, in today. I see. And it's just okay. like... <laughs> I see it. I see it. And I'm just looking into the camera, and all I see is it looks like one of my nostrils has been severed. Um, anyways, enough of that. <laughs> Listeners be like, what the frick? Um, anyways, uh, should we attack the big one first, or should we ease our way into it? Let's, uh, ooh, how about we, actually, why don't we talk about flower shops a little bit, then we'll go into the big one, and then maybe, yes, sir. maybe we could do what we're listening to, and then we'll do the last, we'll do the last, like, last segment, jeez, I can't speak. I like it, <clears throat> I like that, um, All right, I'm gonna let you start, because I think you're a little bit more invested in this. So, yeah, um, Ernest, if you don't know him by now. Um, you you do know him by now. 
If you don't, he's uh, a good buddy of Morgan Wallen and Hardy, who had quite the breakout year this year uh, with a bit of a boost from Morgan Wallen. Um, yeah, I I found him earlier this year. I'm not going to say, like, I've been there from the start. No, I found him in, like, January, whenever Morgan shouted him out. And uh, in July, he hopped on his podcast, and he played this song called Flower Shops. Um, gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. And we've, we've talked about the song before on the pod. We have a little bit. We have a little bit. But we finally have a date. That That's the big news coming out of this. True. We finally have a date. The song's coming out. And a music video. Um, music video, too. There is a music video. Uh, it is with Morgan Wallen, if you don't know. Little duet thing. Little throwback visuals, anyways. I'm assuming the sound is going to be similar. Um, I mean, Actually, it was... On, on Instagram, he released like a little teaser. and you I haven't listened to it. Of... Oh, you haven't? No. Because he... Right, so... Anything? You want me to say anything? No. No. Okay, no. Okay. No, because here's the thing, right? Um, okay. This will go up. I'll be interested pod- to hear your reaction then. This podcast will go up on Saturday. It is Tuesday. Um, and I was going to make a, well, no, I am going to make a video about flower shops. I've just been lazy, just like how I wrote my freaking Hicks Tape 2 review on like Saturday because I pretty much had it ready by the time that thing came out. But I got too lazy to edit it, and now it's uploading as we speak, but Cyrus beat me to it, so grr, Cyrus. Um, (laughs) But I also want to do a video about this, and how is that going to tie in? I was going somewhere with this, and my brain is scattered today. Frick me. Oh, right, the snippet, yeah. So my thinking is that, like, I've heard the entire... I'm going to go over this in the video, but I've heard the entire song. Right, he played it front to back. Yes, there might be like a few small lyric changes, but I've heard the song. I know the melody. I've been playing it on the guitar and singing along to it by myself. Like, I know the song inside out, and I've known it for months. So then, when it was announced like ages ago, like you know, a month or two ago, that Morgan Wallen was going to be on it, then it's like, oh shoot, this spices it up. Now I've got two freaking months to accept that. And now he's been playing it everywhere he goes with Morgan Wallen. And he's been promoting it everywhere. And it's just like, if I listen to the snippet, what is there left for me? <laughs> like, what's left to, what can the release possibly have left to offer? I guess that's my kind of thing where it's like, it's a gosh darn single. And my guy's been out here promoting it like it's the next freaking Kendrick Lamar album. Like, um, he's been promoting, which there's nothing wrong with it, especially in Ernest's spot, where it's like, this is, they obviously want this to be his big breakout hit. Like, they've got the big budget music video, Ernest has all the momentum right now, he's touring with Morgan Wallen, it's gonna be a duet with Morgan Wallen, it's gonna hit on the radio, it's just going to be his big hit. But like, oh my gosh, especially as someone who has known the song from like the day or the week that podcast came out it's like it's almost like when you listen to a new song or when a song first comes out your interest or like um yeah i guess your interest in the song your desire to like hear it is gonna spike 
But then over like, you know, a few months, it, it's gonna shimmer off, right? Obviously, there are songs you come back to frequently, but with most songs, I think it's safe to say, you're not as excited listening to it seven months later than you are the first time. But for me, it's like my interest peaked in like late July when he um, when he performed it for the first time. Because I, I was like, holy frick, like give this man the low-key like song of the year contender spot. And then it, then nothing came. Then it's like Morgan Wallen's going to be on it. Interest re-spiked. But now it's been another few months, and it's just like by the time the song actually comes out, it's just I'm just gonna listen to it almost like as a yeah. chore, and then move on because it's like mm-hmm. I don't know, it's interesting. You saying that end of the end of the year song made me want to say something, but I should probably save it for the next episode. Whew. I'll cut it. What is it? Or do, am I not allowed to hear it? Well, no, I, we don't. We're not cutting anything. No, it's a. Uh, we are cutting just... some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I was recording no. for like just 10 minutes before we started. So unless you want that whole like, you know, dinosaur game <laughs> bit included. No, we, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I said we're not, never mind, forget it. You, I didn't mean don't. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. I'm such a anyway, jerk. Anyway, it's fine. Um, No, well, actually, I'll just say this. Um, I have a song that recently came out that is easily... My <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Bro, did I not put? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, 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 no. First of all, oh. look. Remember at okay before we started recording, I was like, "Oh, I need spare paper so I can put something on my door, so people don't walk in." Because every yeah. time we yeah, do one of these you episodes, didn't, you didn't put it up, and you didn't put it up. It was sitting on my desk busy all right so do you want to put that up real quick or <sighs> nah <laughs> okay nah. what was i saying just run it there's a there's a a song you were talking about a song you yeah, had yes, or something yes. there's, so there's a song that came out not too long ago within the past couple of months that is honestly my it, the moment i heard it it's my song of the year and you maybe you maybe you maybe you have a maybe if you thought about it for a bit maybe you have an idea but it's I don't even see Flower Shops would not beat it, honestly. Like, because I've heard Flower Shops before. And don't get me wrong, Flower Shops is good, but... Well, I think, like, it... For but me, Flower also, Shops, you know, like... For each person. Yeah. It lost its hype for me. Yeah. It's I, like, I, I feel is it a way. song of the year contender anymore? Well, I mean, it can't be for 2021. So yeah, what? It literally, it, comes, it comes out December 31st. December 31st. Right? So it's like, yeah. what? It's going to be in consideration for... 2022 an entire year from now like like what's the um recency bias is a real thing like i try and minimize it obviously but that's a real factor and so it's like timing at least for my year end list could not be worse for flower shops but uh continue yeah um i don't know the thing is i i I liked it when i heard the acoustic oh wait now i know why you're saving it from ah <laughs> just click. Evan's a smart cookie, guys. Just click. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I've dang, bro, my lamp. Sorry for you listeners out there. You probably are like Jaron. Just say it. Stop stuttering. 
Anyway. Um, when I first heard Flower Shops, I was like, man, I really like this. But yeah, totally. I feel like the first time I heard it was June. Maybe yeah, not I think it came out in like July. July? Okay. But it, like, it was a while ago. It's been a minute. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to be disappointed by it, is my worry. But I, I guess, like, like, is what I'm saying. Yeah, see, where I stand is like, similarly, like, obviously, I want to like it. And I, I don't want to be disappointed, but at this point in time, can I be impressed? Or is the best it can do suffice? Because I know the song, I know every lyric, I know who's on it, I know pretty much generally, like, production-wise, on a ballad like this, I would assume, and I haven't heard the snippet, I would assume it's going to be, like, a little on the lighter definitely on the more acoustic side of things so it's like what does it have left to impress me there's nothing it can surprise me with like at this point i feel like all it can really do is potentially disappoint because if it does its job it's just gonna like suffice kind of thing because i i just know the song by now and it's different than like a song like 23 or seven summers because 23 um and same with Seven Summers, but 23 was, like, just a verse and a chorus. Seven Summers was a verse and a chorus. Yeah. Um, and, like, you just, you didn't have nearly as much, whereas Ernest has pretty much released everything but the song at this point. That's like, true. he's released everything about the song. You can learn and know everything you need to know, understand the song, Every nook and cranny, you just basically don't have it on a streaming platform. That's basically yeah. it. You just can't listen to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. No. It's interesting. I Yeah, like I said, I just... I'm trying to really just go in with no expectations. And I did hear a little bit of like the snippet on Instagram. But I won't... I so badly want to hear it, but I can't. For heaven's sake, I won't say anything about it. And that's, that's not a bad thing or a good thing. I just want to clarify I don't like. I'm not gonna say any of that, but yeah, I, I want to listen to it so badly. But I know it's gonna be like just, just, just wait. Like seriously, you got what? It's two weeks basically. I know it's gonna be so much better if I just waited out. Something like that. Um. All right, that's enough to talk about flower shops. So let's talk about freaking Hicks Tape Volume Two, bro. I like I how you added fittingly added, bro. Um. You're starting yeah. everything. As I said. Hicks Tape Volume 2 is out. Um, as Jaren said, sorry. As I said, uh, my review is currently being uploaded as we speak because I got lazy and waited like three days to edit it. Because uh, oh, that's shit. just... Keep, keep that's talking, just... sorry. I'm going to yeah. lock my door. <laughs> <laughs> it's not concerning. Um, as I do, I get lazy. And as I said, now Cyrus beat me. But anyways... Hicks Tape 2 is out. Uh, it, it pretty much has been out because the one song a week, like, all that's out is the Morgan Wallen song. All the other songs you could have heard before. But now it's out, out. Um, it's I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like radio-wise. I don't know. Um, have there been any singles from it yet? I haven't followed. Actually, were there singles pushed for volume one? Yeah, one beer. One beers. Yeah, but was that 
The Hicks tape version or the version from Iraq? Was Devin Dawson on the on the version they pushed to the radio? I'm pretty because sure. The I'm version pre- from Iraq doesn't have him. Ooh, this is spicy. I'm pretty sure. Is it the it, Devin? Because it was cause way before. It was I way before Iraq. You might. Yeah, you're probably right. I just for some reason I don't remember him being in that version on the radio, but I could be. I could just be tripping, bro. I mean, he's barely in either version. He's no more than a background vocalist. Yeah, yeah, you're, that's true. That's true. Um, Lauren Elena just stands out more. Lauren Elena, well, yeah. Um, I wonder. Well, this is a good is question. Is right? the only single pushed? Um, what was that? You know, was one beer the only one that was? I'm pushed? just pulling it up to see. Um, Maybe. Oh well, was he, was he? Did he? Was he went to Jared pushed? Maybe. I don't think it was. I think it was just a bit of a fan favorite. I think you're right. Because also, I think, like, (laughs) I do like it. I think, um, one beer, like, that that was a big hit. That's Hardy's biggest hit to date by quite a margin, I believe. Um, I feel like had that song, had He Went to Jared been released as a single, we would have heard it all the time. It would have been everywhere. Um, but I think they saw the success in one beer and was like, let's not rush through this. Uh, but then by the time the one beer cycle ran out, then a rock came along and all that jazz. Um, but should we, I have a question regarding Hicks tape too, but should we give our thoughts on it first? What do you mean? Like I was going to ask. What do you think the single should be from Hicks Tape 2 if they're oh. going to push singles? But should we let's... talk about the actual thing first? Sure, sure. Let's do that. So, did you say I'm taking the reins and then you're going to cap mm-hmm. it off? Yeah. Well, my review is exporting and I don't like it very much. Um, by the time this podcast is out, you will see I gave it a 4.0 on the dot out of 10. And I was pretty highly critical of it. It's better than Life Rules On. It is. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, you hesitated? I don't even think there should be. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking, like, there are some, like, few and far between moments on Life Rolls On that, like, I would take over the duds of this one. But that said, the goods of this one are miles ahead of anything on Life I would Never mind. agree. Um, <laughs> so, it's kind of just, like... It should be ironic. It's so stereotypical and it's so pretentious. It should be an ironic project, but it's serious. It's like the most broy bro country, but like it's not even it's not even trying. Yeah. It's not even trying to be creative. It's not even trying to be clever or anything. It's it's like actively trying to be bland. It's actively trying to be like now, I say that. I don't mean they want the songs to suck. It's not actively trying to suck. But it's, like, so boring, man. And it's so... They're actively in the studio. Hey, bro, can you just, like, make that production worse for me? Just do me a solid and just, like, not try. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one <laughs> meme? Oh. Well, Crap. Is There's the one... one... The three guys in, like, a studio and they're, like... 
And they're like all bobbing their heads, and then they all of a sudden like stop all at once. No, no, no. They're like, um, oh, okay, that's a funny one. But it was, it's one of those memes where they're like, um, blank person in the studio, uh, man, this is trash. Release it or some ah oh, crap. I'm gonna have to try and dig for it later and send it to you. Is but it a Keith Urban meme? No, I don't think it's a country music meme. <laughs> this is, hey, um, this is trash. Release. <laughs> but it does apply. It applies yeah. to several people. But uh, I just I don't know what the vision was on this project. Okay, like, let me give me your It feels like just, just really brief thoughts on mix a uh, Hicks tape one for you. I just want I'm curious. Like just So Hicks tape one, it was cool. I thought it was really, like, the idea itself was super innovative because no one was doing stuff like that. And I had a conversation with my brother a few years ago um, right before Hicks Tape came out of him saying how, like, in other genres, you'll get songs with, like, three, four, five artists on. Whereas in country music, it's a lot less of that. It's a lot more, like, solo work and then maybe get a feature which of course we've seen like duets and stuff have skyrocketed this year but you have to go back to like 2019 and put yourself in those shoes um so for me when hicks tape one came out just a cool like not breaking boundaries but like in a way kind of breaking boundaries like it was not a very stereotypical country music release in how it was done um and i thought the music was cool like are there bro country songs Yes, but I think they're, like, much better done. And you got songs like One Beer. You've got He Went to Jared. Redneck Tendencies is, like, for, forever one of my favorites. Um, same with the one with uh, Thomas Rhett, Nothing Out Here. I just think, like, even if they aren't the most creative, well, they're more creative than anything on Hicks Tape 2, but even if they're not, like, anything to write home about, they just sound good. They breathed. It was a cool project. You take all the influence from different people and you could hear the influence. Um, they Each person actually brought something to the table. And I just thought it was like a really... I thought it was really cool. Yeah. That's kind of my sure. messy summary. Okay. So are you, are you, are you, uh, are you wrapped on your volume two? Should I go ahead? Pr- pretty Anything much. Anything else it's you just... want to say? Just, just reeks. I mean, the best, <laughs> arguably the best song is not even from this. It's from Larry Fleet's album. Um, oh, that's right. One of the, a song on his album's on here, right? In love yeah. with my problems. One of the like few highlights of this isn't even a Hicks tape song. Yeah, because um, well, yeah, doesn't he have? He does that song with John Party, and it's on his album. Mm-hmm. Is there anything different at all? I haven't listened to that album yet. I need to. Um, oh, shoot. I forget. Like, when did that Larry Fleet out? It, it was a bit ago, wasn't it? Um, it was earlier this year, just a couple. It, it, maybe, uh, I'm not really sure, but it came out this year. Oh, in September. Um, I can't recall. I'd have to listen back for that. But I just remember seeing seeing it, and especially with Larry Fleet on it, I was like, this this is from somewhere. And I was like, oh, literally his album. Um, But yeah, I mean... Beer song, I hate beer song. Um, that's one that just actively pisses me off. And there was one other thing I was gonna say. Crap. Well, you'll find it in my review. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, All right. Just sucks. 
This is going to be interesting. It's Jaren's album of the year. It's not my album of the year. (laughs) But I seem to hate it significantly less than Evan does. Um, I've only, maybe I haven't listened to it enough. Um, but crap hasn't had time to wear off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I don't know. It, it kind of feels, I don't know. It gives me a lot of the same vibes as the first album. Um, but I will say the first album seems to have stuck with me a lot more. Um, uh, it's hard for me to, a lot of them feel very much the same and just kind of generic, but there's a couple that did stand out to me. Um, I really liked Red Dirt Clouds. Maybe some other people didn't. No, Red Dirt Clouds is one of those, like, when I was prepping my review, I had, like, just when I'm listening through it, I kind of take, like, jot notes um, on my final listen-through, and I have, like, highlights, my least favorites, and then, like, ones in the middle. And Red Dirt Clouds is one of those where I was, like, on the fence, mostly because I think it just sounds... It's lighter. It's not metal guitars slamming in my face and like it's it's just breathes. I think, I think that's I think that's part part of why I liked it so much. Yeah. Um, also for some reason anytime Ben Burgess is on a country song, I tend to like that one a lot. Like Outlaw. <laughs> oh really? You like Outlaw? <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Jaren huh. Jaren, tell us again how much you like Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but the other, um, another, some other standouts. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't like it this much, but I kind of like WD Forty Four Wheel Drive. Um, two Hank is probably the best song on this album. At least, just I've only listened to this like two or three times. So, like mm, I said, my review is not shaping up for you. Really? Do you not like Two Hank at all? No, it was one of my least favorites. Wow. I um. I, I yeah. Think it's like literally the most popular song on this album except for the first like the first is it actually according to spotify it is i am at 1.5 million streams maybe Um, i'm just missing something on to hank but that like oh man i'd rather have jones and they pretty much do the same thing oh and i can't forget the uh the one with midland just because break your own damn heart that that's my that's my favorite one but it's also like that's just a Midland song. Like Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Get that, <it> to them. <laughs> I said I said it in my review, but it's like this is just a Midland song that got put on Hicks tape. Like the only Hicks tape feature of it was the I little know. like blaring I guitars. That, but I'm I'm actually listening to the Midland one right now. Um uh and the production the vibe is very Midlandy, but I feel like the production maybe is not. It's less. It's less glossy. It's not. Yeah, glossy it definitely like it definitely has that hex tape tinge, and I guess I think like. But it that's does, what it, at the same time it very much sounds like a Midland song too. Mm-hmm. I guess um, I guess that's just what hex tape two was missing in a way because it was like, every single song was this heavy. Rock, um. Just like wonky, funky metal rock country that 
no one really like half the time unless i'm looking at the credits i couldn't even tell yeah. who necessarily was singing so that's definitely an issue with this album for sure, yeah it's just mixing wasn't the best but i'm there, and i'm curious actually or were you about to say something no i was just gonna say like there is i do still like the idea of hicks tape um i just don't think this one was it it just felt like leftovers yeah. and i have i have two i've got two things one thing is i kind of liked the how on volume one i kind of liked that hardy was on every single song because it felt like it, it was his thing that he started and i get that he i think that he's only on like half of them maybe a third of them on this album which is fine and I think they were going for more like that. It's like a community thing. Like Hicks tape itself is an artist and everybody's a feature on it instead of it being Hardy's mm-hmm. thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I kind of liked that Hardy was on every song. Uh, Cause it felt like his, it felt like he was like hosting like a CEO. cookout. Yeah. Like, yeah I get, like I get that. Hosting a, like a cookout and everybody was singing songs with him, you know? It's definitely kind of like that. I kind of Cause I have that. thought and about it. I do like the um, how it is, like sure. you said, community based and stuff. But at the same yeah. time, when you bring it back up like that, it was kind of cool how it was Hardy's thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still is in most people's eyes, but officially it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and my other thing was, I'm I'm curious as to, do you have any any thoughts on the. Oh, uh, the last track, jeez. With Morgan Wallen, the going nowhere. Yeah. Um. It was not what I was expecting. Well. I mean, at, at that point in time, I well, didn't my know thoughts, what to expect. My thoughts on but... it are. Well, it's interesting because, more both of Morgan's features on Hicks because he has two features on Hicks tape one. He has he went to Jared mm-hmm. and Turn You Down, which are both very like, hard rock influence. You know, more modern rock influence. Mm-hmm. And they chose to do the exact same thing with Hicks Tape 2, I feel like. Just still the same kind of vibe. Except this one, going nowhere. And like I said, I I probably maybe need to listen to it a couple more times. Maybe I'll maybe it'll be my favorite Morgan Hicks Tape song. But I feel like, compared to Turn You Down and He Went to Jared, I feel like it's not as, I don't know, just not as good. I guess. Yeah, it, I, it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, me. underwhelming, I guess. Because, yeah. especially with someone like like Morgan Wallen, or if you get like one of those monumental names, like a Luke Combs, I kind of, I guess, subconsciously expect something... Like, I'm not expecting something um, specific, but I'm expecting something different or unique because like you would want i would think you would want the one with such a big name to stand out but it kind of like underwhelmed me in the sense that it felt like every other song that everyone kind of sounds like they're doing the same thing it's that modern rock sound that i've heard for the last 45 minutes it's like yeah yeah it was there okay i don't know well well, before we move on, I want to say one last thing, and I should pro- maybe I'll give a rating because I'm just not. Well, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about this album. You got you got to give it time. You got to give it time. Well, maybe, but I think I think I it's definitely not going to be like it's probably not higher than a six. 
<laughs> I can say that with certainty. For, um, but like, it's one of those albums that like, it didn't really offend me. I think I like, I definitely liked it more than you did. But I also, I didn't. I don't think I liked it that much more than you did. Like, uh, maybe like a, maybe like a five, maybe a five and a half. But it's like it's an album that I could throw on in the background while I'm like, I don't know, like doing homework or like playing Minecraft. I don't know, and just See, I... have it. Have it in the on in the background. I feel like. See, I've thought about that, having it like, just like fun. You know, vibes. every time I talk about, um, every time I talk down about any sort of like fun song or project, mm-hmm. there's always, and there's gonna be one in the comments of my Higgs tape review. I just know it. Um, and there's no. I'm not sitting here like. Oh my gosh, it's 5-1 for Toronto. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> Hockey. Um, Canadians. Right? <laughs> there's always going to be someone in the comments, and there's no issue if this is you in the comments, but they're going to tell me, oh, it's not meant to be taken seriously. You're supposed to throw it on in the background of the get-together, blah, 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 blah. And I know yeah. that. I'm not listening. I don't sit down to Hicks tape too. When I was like, you know, I didn't turn on my little like scented electronic candle color thing and lay there in bed thinking philosophical thoughts, listening to Hank. To to Hank, listening to Hank, whatever. Yeah, I got um, you. I, got I didn't. You. <laughs> I didn't know which one to go for, but um, that's not the environment I'm listening to it in. The environment I'm listening to it in is flipping pancakes in the morning, having a good time, right? And what it's like, for, though, but I still time. didn't enjoy it. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> that's where, that's, I guess, where, like, I kind of went over the edge of, like, no, I just don't like it because I threw it on in the background and I just, I was just sitting there like, man, when, when's the next song coming around? Not in, not in the sense of like give me more, but like let's move on from this. Honestly, that sentiment is how the Alan Jackson record earlier this year made me feel. Not because I look that record sonically is beautiful, but it is kind of boring. I mean, I'm, I'm almost not gonna, I'm in not, the same sorry, vein. If as there's you. any Alan Jackson stands out there, I'm not trying to. Alan Jackson's awesome. His album is not that album is not bad. It just feels bloated bloated yeah that's and that's right why word. and that's why it's a little well, it's like 25 songs right yeah um something like that and um, i guess it's yeah like people are always gonna say like oh well you said alan ja- you said alan jackson's bloated morgan had 32 yes but i'm gonna, I don't, and, I'm gonna and when it comes to that what i would have to say to that is i think morgan did a better job of making his songs feel more diverse. That's the thing. Even if it's not like the most. Um... Also, it seemed like Alan was kind of going in with the uh, intention to just diss all of country music with that record. I know it was kind of a sentiment that soured me a little bit. Yeah. But with the Morgan one. Not... Yeah, and the thing is, he's actually you know just go ahead. <laughs> he's just giving up on that thought. Yeah, I'm just giving up. <laughs> I think the thing with the Morgan is even if it doesn't work at times or even if it goes a bit weird, it's just something, it's just another shade being thrown at you. It's another 
something to keep you into it. And at this point in time, right, Alan Jackson is well-established as one of the greats. He's got lots of music to listen to. He's got lots of albums I could go to. So it's like, do I need a 25-song Alan Jackson album when he has all this these other like 10 track albums that I can go to. Whereas Morgan, it's like, I think context is big because it was like, it's only his second album and like just culturally for country music, one of the biggest released in a long time. Um, so I don't know it, the, the comparisons there, but it's yeah. not a great one. Yeah. And um, I think part, part of it, I think part of Morgan's success on that album is that not, well, okay, not every song is trying to just be where Alan would frustrate me a little bit, and maybe y'all can get mad at me in the comments if you want, I don't care. I just think every, a lot of a lot of songs on that Alan Jackson album were just trying to like be like the super moving like statement song or like, I don't know Maybe that's a maybe I need to listen to that album again because it's been a while. Maybe Which episode was it? If you're um, if this interests you, we have an episode where the three of us sure. kind of uh kind of went off on Alan Jackson a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe I should stop beating up Alan Jackson because I actually do love. It's him. no, yeah, that's the thing. It's no, it's no hate to Alan Jackson. I mean, yeah. I guess it kind of is, but like, it's not like we're sitting here. <laughs> Like it's we hate Alan Jackson. In his album. It's, it's this specific album. album that yeah. we're not yeah. huge on. And, but um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think Morgan, at least in the context of both of their most recent albums, I think Morgan just did a better job of making it more worth interesting your time. songs. Yeah. Sonically and lyrically. Y'all can y'all can just I think if if Morgan made like thirty eight six fives. 865 is a great song. I don't want to hear it 30 True. times. I don't want to hear the same and the only, feeling like, and, and the everything every time. I can listen to Wasted on You is because it's like the only song that kind of sounds like that with the fake exactly. snare. Exactly. I, I really, for the most part, I don't really like fake snare. It depends. Some songs can pull it off. Wasted on You, I think, does a decent job. Um, other people, it doesn't bother them. Uh, but I'm not a huge fan of. I like real drum sets, so. Yeah, That's it's all personal. Before we move on, yeah. I just quickly wanted to um, run my question by because I'm actually curious. Um, looking at the Hicks Tape Two track list, if you're the manager sitting here and you've got to oh, pick, right. if you've got to pick two songs to go out as singles, what's the first one and then what's your second one? Ah, uh, okay. Oh my gosh! And don't don't also one thing I'm doing is like I'm not just gonna sit I'm here and take my two favorites. Like I'm gonna you pick know? like yeah, two yeah, that yeah. I like, but also think make sense to be put on radio. Yeah, I think. <sighs> okay. Ugh. I feel like it has to be one of the more less rocky ones. You know, because mm-hmm. some of his songs are a little too hard for country radio i feel like it might be a turn off for some people that aren't used to that so i feel like maybe maybe a label would would be wary of putting out a song like that to as a single so maybe maybe the maybe the title not the title track the first track maybe hometown boys 
And you said another one. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I feel like drink up might be one just because it's so it's I don't know. It gives me radio vibes, <laughs> bro. That's radio fair. vibe. Maybe that's not the best pick. I really hope that they wouldn't release beer song radio. <laughs> oh, oh, there would really be hope. riots. There would be riots in Southwest Ontario started by Overshore. You, you're just, you're the only, per, you're one of the only people. <laughs> you're just alone Dude, no. with like a couple Bro, other guys. I'm sorry. Beer song is like, actually, I'm not. So kind of getting off topic again, but obviously year recaps coming up and i'm at this awkward stage where it's like i have pretty much all my year recap videos like 85 percent scripted but none of them are done so i can't record any of them yet but they're all like pretty much done um and my i'm not doing like too much stuff on worst i'm just doing one worst video so that's gonna be like including like albums or songs i'm not making a worst albums worst songs it's just the worst country music of 2021. And there might be a certain mixtape. Um, there might be a certain mixtape from country music appearing on that list. But if I was doing songs, if I had to choose one song to represent as like this was just proper trash. Beer song. Beer song, bro. <laughs> I hate that song. It's uh, not, it's not the best. So actually, the <laughs> little funny thing, bef I purposefully, I don't know if we said, but Evan listened to these songs as they came out. I purposefully avoided listening to them because I wanted to listen to it like an actual album. When I heard that they were going to be releasing 14 tracks once a week for the next 14 weeks, I rolled my eyes, I sighed, and I was like, no. <laughs> and so I waited till the album no. came out. It's like that. Um, what's the one penguin meme where he's just standing there like, oh, oh shoot. I have no idea what you're talking about. Honestly. There's a few memes I'm going to have to find and send to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Any, but anyway, yeah. So Evan, when beer song came out, what was that? Was that the 13th? Yeah. The 13th song. So this was, only yeah. Like, like the second last one. This was like two weeks ago. Evan posted it on his story on Instagram <laughs> and I was like, you responded to it. I responded, and I was like, oh, this one's got a... I don't even remember what I said. I, I was probably like, this is like a... This must be a lyrical master class or something like that. Um, I, I can pull it up for yeah. you. I probably didn't say that, but... Oh, I said, I'm scared oh, to listen to this one. The I can't see it anymore because the story expired. Quality. Yeah. So, so, sorry, what was that? I said, when you posted that, you said something about your story... The song, I don't remember what you said, but it, it was the beer song with some of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, I'm scared to listen to this song. The title does not give me confidence in its quality. I was I was scared. I was worried. Luckily... Rightfully so. I don't think it gets worse than that. So... Oh, also, I'd like to shout out the Brothers Osborne song. It's not... It's a nice change of pace. And it's a vibe, but I don't know if it's a song that I would, would like, vibe to. Because it, it gives me... They have a song... Brothers Osborne has a song called uh, Weed, Whiskey, and Willie. And it gives off very similar vibes to this. I think Weed, Whiskey, and Willie is just a better version of I Smoke Weed. Honestly. Mm -hmm. 
But anyway, I mean, let's move on from Hicks tape, probably, because... Dang, so I don't get to say my... Okay, no, say, 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 say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jonesin. That'd be the first one. I kind of mess with it. Oh, your singles? Um, I thought you said... Oh, wait, no, you were kidding about the beer song thing. Oh, yeah, no, it's very much... Yeah. Uh, yeah Jonesin yeah, is one I would put as a potential single. I just think it's it's fun to sing along to. It's got that that radio energy. And then... I like See, I would want I Smoke Weed to be the one, but I, I just don't think it's what radio wants to push that badly. Oh, they would not post I Smoke It's weed. not the most radio-friendly. Yeah. So, also, in which case... When, when the chorus is literally I Smoke Weed. I Smoke Weed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would... See, I would want either, like, the larry fleet or midland one but at the same time it's like i don't think those are realistic picks either they're just not realistic picks so i guess i only have one but it, it would be jones and that's the one i think is worthy of singleness and well okay i guess worthy of singleness i thought okay i said the ones i said i just they gave me radio vibes yeah well i, I mean there's a few from here I, that give me radio vibes doesn't mean they're good sure. that's um, true like that's, Dustin that's Lynch gives me radio vibes and the, oh yeah. gosh, um, yeah. So with that, I think we're going to transition into. Well, uh, well how about we? Uh, how about we talk about what we've been listening to, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about Warden Warren Ziders. He's he released a. Is this Ziders? How have you been pronouncing it? Ziders. It might be Ziders. Uh, if you know. Whatever, I'll say Zeters from now on. If you know for a fact, comment it. I don't want none of y'all going down there if you no, if you don't got curious, the real have stuff. Have curious debates in in the comments section of this of this. YouTube yes, video. get mad or at in each the Discord. Other. Yeah, and argue about. I want a civil war to take place. I want Over it to the get so big that me and Evan have to step in on the in the Discord. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, what are we? He, what, Jaron? What? Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were saying something. You said my name. Yeah, but you were saying something. But what? No, why'd you say my name? I was just, I was just going to do a nice little intro like, So, Jaren, what have you been listening to? But you I'm were so saying glad. something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to... Let's talk about Warren Ziders. Ziders. Gosh, freaking dang it. Whatever his name <laughs> I, is. It could be Ziders. I never considered that. Yeah, but I said um, I would say Ziders. Anyway... We're gonna talk about him first. Yeah, and then. Well, right. no! Oh my goodness! I literally just said, "I'm a freaking mess right now, guys." I'm. You know what? I'm gonna retire too. I'll so, Jaren, <laughs> what have you been <laughs> listening to? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Look, I just had my last final today in college. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. The album I'm bringing. Um, I actually might have it right here. Oh, got a hardcover, yeah. I see. Yeah, let me, let me. Oh, okay. So the album I'm bringing is not country at all. I feel like, have I even brought an album that's country to this segment before? For some reason. <laughs> it's normally like, like, like an alt rock. Music. Yeah. But I'm the same way. Country. Honestly, I, I find I more normally bring like alt so, or something. This is actually one of my favorite album covers just ever. I really like it's it. It's kind of um, cold, actually. That's a good thing. It's cold? Yeah. 
that's like I'm a confused. good thing. You said... Like, oh, that's cold. Oh, okay. And that kind of, I guess, I guess I was thinking of it like hot takes because it'd be like hot is a good thing. Oh, like, no, I mean it in a way like, that's my bad. Like, yeah, that's no, cold. I, did, I, I'm, I was having a brain fart right there. That's my bad. I was like, like did y'all see that cold? picture of Charles Oliveira no, no, I really after like, so UFC this, 269? Me... That's cold. Continue. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna throw it up on the screen now too. <laughs> Look at it, bro. Look at him just standing there, standing over his greatness, alone <laughs> at the top. Admire it. Admire it. All right, it's off the screen now. Continue. Okay. <laughs> bro, listeners are like, me, "What the frick?" <laughs> let me actually say what the title is. This is "These Streets" by Paolo Nutini. I'm pretty sure he's well. He's European. I don't actually know where in Europe he's from, so I'm not going to say. But this is an album that I actually, I never had the hard copy until I got it for myself like about a year ago. Um, but it's, it's one of those albums that uh, is super nostalgic for me because he had this, oh, um, this album came out in 2006, yeah. Um, and, it's an oldie. Yeah. Kind of. And so when I was a kid growing up, he had some popular songs that at the time... One is called... Let me pull up the album real quick. Um, yeah, let me whip it up. What, what was that called again? Uh, it's these called These Streets. Streets. These Streets. His name is Paolo Nutini. And he has two... I mean, he's actually pretty... His songs are pretty well streamed, actually. But he was much bigger in the in the 2000s. Uh, I th- he had an album come out in the 2010s. But I don't know if it was super popular. And, but the only reason... I don't... This is the only album of his that I really listened to. Um, and then one song off of his album after this one. So I'm kind of like half of a fan because I love this album and I really should check out his other stuff, but I just really haven't. But let me talk about this album. Gives me um, Jack Johnson vibes from the surface with, without listening to anything. That's actually not too far off. I'm saying a gander well, at his promo more, images. Yeah, it's more, uh, it's a little bit more rocky. But it's it it can be very very chill and laid back. Um, it's hard to describe because in the it's a two thousands album, so it's definitely like alternative rock influenced. Um, but at the same time, he can be very acoustic. Like, uh, well, I'm gonna gonna say this right off the bat. Going into this album, if you haven't listened to it before, the second track on this album is a banger. And if you don't like it, then you don't have good taste in music, and I'm sorry. Um, it's called Last Request. And it's actually it's, it has 151 million streams. Um, so it's a monster. It's like, yeah, it's 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 the most streamed one on this album, and it's really good. But the song, when I was a kid, I would sing with my siblings, like in the car. I can remember singing it in the car with my family, like on the way to like my grandma's house, because I'd have it on my MP3 player, because my I think I mentioned this before, but my oldest brother would put songs on an MP3 player for me to listen to that were, like, appropriate and stuff like that because, what, I was, like, in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And this it's called... The song that we would listen to in the car is called New Shoes, and it's just this really happy song about this this guy. Real, he's waking up, and he looks at his shoes, and he's like, man, my shoes are trash. I need a new pair of shoes. So he goes out and buys a new pair of shoes, and it just, like, makes his whole day better, and everybody, like... It's just like this really happy song about like people like people being friendly and like his new shoes are just make like he's just really happy and he's like enjoying. Life. My day so, gets a lot better when I get new shoes. Yeah, yeah. So 
I actually, that's a very good song. Um, but my favorite song on this album is probably the title track, which is These Streets. And it's it's one of the less streamed ones on this album, which kind of upsets me. I, te- I tend to gravitate for some reason towards the less streamed songs. But These well, Streets... Well, as you... Um... Love- as you said in previous podcast, we just don't like bad music. That's right. That's right. That's right. These. I streets... need to clip that. I need to remember to clip that and re-upload it. As its own <laughs> thing. Uh, these streets is just so. The lyrics are amazing. Um, I don't know how exactly to. It, it's. It just like it's like sad and like, but I'm I'm a sad boy, so that, you know that's. You know I'm gonna like that kind of music. I I highly recommend this album. It's hard for me to put it into like a a genre. Genre is good. <laughs> it is good. It's in the I people I don't know maybe it does give me John Mayer vibes too from like early two thousands, but it's less bluesy. Definitely, definitely. It there's not like you're not gonna get a crazy John Mayer guitar solo, but it it kind of has that rock guitar sometimes acoustic vibe and it's from yeah. early 2000 yeah lost this you. album from the album art alone you guys should check this out um paolo nutini is his name album the album is these streets i'd probably give it a nine out of ten um maybe a little bit of that is nostalgia but it's like a genuinely well written yeah. like song there's great song variety uh there's great lyrics some of them make you really think not not just like there's some interesting like views on like relationships and life and stuff like this on that album. i've i've added it's it very it has real. my interest it's very honest it's very honest it has, anyway it has my interest on to you evan so um i decided to bring an album this week um and this album is from 2019 let me just Pull it up real quick. There it is. It's not, but I mean, you can't see it when I hold it up, anyways. Imagine not having the hard copy for the album that you're gonna talk about. I know it's actually tragic. One of these days, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna bring one of the albums I have the little like cardboard cutouts of. I got so freaking many too. Like there's a lot of albums I could. Not even an actual album though. Come on, fake fan. Look, I'm bringing today Blake Shelton's Texoma Show. Um, do you actually do you actually have that one? Was that an actual CD? No, no, I made these myself. Um, They're kind of hype. I know you. Um, I remember you saying that you made a bunch of like. Do you like Texoma Show? I don't hate on it, but like they've got like my favorites on the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a little album block. Um, That's I cool. do really like Texoma Show for very Yo, nostalgic reasons, but. Um, anyways, the album I'm bringing this week, uh, is Texas Piano Man by Robert Ellis. It's from 2019. Um, who was, I think it was Grady on his story, just threw it up. And he said like, oh, gives me big, like Elton John vibes. And I was like, give me that. I think he also talked about it briefly in a video a while back. Cause I, I know I've heard of it. Did he? Um... I just I remember seeing it on it Instagram, was... and I'm pretty okay. sure it was him that shouted it out. And maybe he said, I'm wrong. like, maybe it was on Instagram. Um, maybe that's where I saw it. Very, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. 
but he said like gives me big Elton John vibes, and so I I was like hand it over, let me see that, um, because I grew up on Elton John, so, um, it's really good, man. It's really good. It's like, um, I might actually check this one out. I, because it always piqued my interest. Um, but it's labeled a singer songwriter, um, but how I would, I guess it's kind of like soft throwback pop rock like it's got the instrumentation and the songwriting style um that screams elton john um i don't know if you do you know who father john misty is no oh well kind of gives me um recent father john misty vibes i can picture his latest album but i can't remember the name of it um lots of piano just a very uh live studio vibe and he did uh not interview but like like a tiny desk kind of thing but it wasn't for tiny desk it was like not new york times but oh my gosh i can picture it but because midland's done one uh jack john and miranda did one Anyways, did a little performance where he sat down, talked to somebody while playing a few songs, and he said that the inspiration for the album was one of his... Uh, sorry if I get this not spot on. It's been a few years since I saw it, but I should have watched it again to refresh my memory. But a buddy of his had a white tuxedo, and he was um, just wondering whatever happened to that tuxedo and he ended up getting his hands on it and he just said you know what like this feels super like throwback composer vibes so he's like um pretty much a direct quote because i can remember him saying this. he's like so i said screw it i'm gonna wear a white tuxedo everywhere i go and i'm gonna play a piano and so that's what he did and the oh my gosh there's so many good songs on this thing um passive aggressive is like a super peppy petty song um lullaby just by the just from looking at the title like the the first track on (laughs) what what's that song like i'm just curious um oh for reasons that will be made obvious if you look up the album we can't say it on the podcast can't really say it on the podcast it's freaking crazy um (laughs) Man. It's one of the more like, oh, I don't even know. It's like a crazy man song. It's like he kind of lets loose a little bit. The instruments kind of fly a little. Um, it's kind of what the title would suggest. I'm not doing a very good job at this, but no, that's fine. That's um, fine. It, it it does. I I'm so I'm gonna be driving home. We got a four-hour drive. I'm gonna be driving home in a couple of days from Illinois for this is a... my, my Christmas break, and I'll probably I've got I want to listen to the Ernest podcast with Morgan Wallen that just came out, and then I want to I got another podcast I want to listen to that's only like sixty minutes long. So then I'll after that I'll probably listen to. Well, this is a nice short, compact eleven-track, forty-minute okay. album. It's great. Yeah. Um, another standout being Lullaby. I feel like Lullaby. Just the title alone, you know the vibe you're getting from it. You know it's going to be beautiful. Um, however, 
my three man i feel given three favorites even though i've already talked to it there's a lot of good songs in this but nobody smokes anymore that is the bop that is the bop of the album it's got this super driving tempo and it's this super fun like nobody smokes anymore we're trying to find light it's you know that's exactly how it sounds uh it's an absolute it's such a good time it's like take travis tritt's smoking a bar it's that pretty much exact idea but um good old robert did it first uh but to a much more driving pop like 80s pop but it's like instrumental so not like 80s like synth but um that's a banger uh father is this super super sad song uh because his dad left him when he was younger he said that in an interview and so this is kind of like, oh, I got to pull up the lyrics. I need to read some of these off. I freaking love this song. Um, it's the album art is fire, bro. It, it is fire. So father is like uh, almost like a letter to his dad that he never met. Um, it starts like, well, hello. It's been such a long day. I got your address from a cousin who said you might live here. Um, I don't know why I'm writing. I guess I want you to still think about... I guess I want you to know that I still think about you after all these years. And it's kind of just him, like, um, asking the dad he never met, like, how did you fall in love with my mom? What happened? Did you guys, like, have a certain song you guys danced to? Um, It's so sad. And it ends, the hook of it, not hook as in like melody but like the pull it all together is um when he he just really badly wants to meet his dad and so it just kind of ends like i wanted a father but i'll settle for a friend and it's like that song is man um heavy listen fantastic listen and then the other one that i would really recommend is the eighth track aren't we supposed to be in love it's the earworm for me uh, it's the one that's always stuck in my head. It's this super, like, yeah, passionate ballad of uh, Robert talking to this girl. Like, after this, like, you know, picture-esque relationship has kind of, like, gone to trash. And he's just, like, asking her, like, wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to be in love? Um, it, Bro, I love this album. And I, it, it was the last podcast, um, episode 12, because this is 13. When I forget what it was, but something reminded me of this, and I've just been listening to it a bunch over the last two weeks and just re falling in love with it. It's so good, um, and that is that is the album I brought, Texas Piano Man by Robert Ellis. Check it out. Um, also, be sure to check out These Streets by Good Old Paolo Nutini. Um, and those are the albums we brought. If you guys do, actually, if you guys do listen to those, please, like, honestly, at least for me, I'd love it if you guys commented or messaged us on Instagram or in the Discord just to ask it. Like, let me know. I'm curious because let us know. a lot of people, at least a lot of people our age, me and Edmund's age, don't really, I've observed that people don't really know who Palinotuni is. And this album, I think, is amazing, so... I didn't know who he was till today, so... Yeah, sure. So it's... Anyway. 
Moving on. Oh, here, cut right here. I gotta pee really badly. I drink way too much water. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> <clears throat> quick intermission while Jaren's peeing. So I won't actually end up cutting this. This is going to stand. Did you know you can drown yourself from drinking too much water? I know. It's absolutely bonkers. I learned that today because I drank a lot of water today. Like a disgusting amount. But it's not my fault because I was over at my grandparents. And you know how grandparents are at Christmas. They uh they have a lot of food, a lot of appetizers. I ha- I will never be able to touch like a carrot or a thing of cheese for another month because I ate so much of it. But you gotta wash that down, and so many crackers. That's what that's what I have to wash down. So I drank so much water that I started not feeling good, and then I was like, did I drink too much water? And I found out you can actually drown yourself by drinking too much water. I can hear you talking. Yeah, I'm absolutely keeping that in. I'm not making a single cut there. Um, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most random intermission that I've ever done, but I'd stay so in. The whole time you were talking about your album, I was just like, Evan, hurry up. Evan, hurry up. Evan, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be so bad. I just didn't want to interrupt you. I'm well. Just co- I'm a, just a good co-host like that. Yeah, you're just built like that. Um. You'll have to find out what I was talking about when the episode comes out. I'll I'll be sure to, I'll be sure to check it out. Honestly, I will. All right. Um, last, last thing. Do you want to introduce it? You well, you're the one who wanted to talk I about it. I already introduced so. it five times earlier when I couldn't decide what we were <laughs> doing. Because True. Can you guess what's coming up? <laughs> so let's talk about Warren Ziders a little bit. Um, he kind of blew up. After his song "On the Run" came out, like I think only like a year ago, it was sometime at near the end of 2020. Yeah, and he started to people started to kind of be like, "Oh, who's this guy?" And I don't at that time I don't think he really had like because he's big on TikTok now, but at the time he just oh is he big on TikTok? Oh, he's big on. I'm on his. I follow him on Instagram. He's constantly posting like TikTok things. And oh, he doesn't like do see, dances or anything like that, but he just like posts his songs yeah. there, and that's well, that, where he gets a lot of his. That's where that he gets makes a sense. Lot of, yeah, because um, last year when I found him from On the Run, he had like, um, because it was for What's On, somebody suggested it, and I checked it out, and I remember he had like four thousand subscribers or something like very small, um, and then just uh, what. Oh yeah, like because just today, I checked. Um, One point seven million monthly listeners on Spotify. Oh my, what? Because I checked back today when I was listening to those covers. I had them on YouTube, because um, I I've listened to them, but I just wanted to give them one more spin before we hopped on. And he had like a hundred k on. Uh, yeah. YouTube, but one point seven million yeah. monthly so listeners. His, his song called "Ride the Lightning" came out a couple months ago, or maybe it was over the summer. I think, I think it was, it was like right before summer, if my memory serves me correct. Yeah, it uh, it it would have been June or July, or like early summer. It came out while I was working as a janitor at my dad's church, and that's when I was working. So it came out around there, um, and that like has it, it's at thirty million streams now, 
And Holy cow, I did not on realize the run, that. On the Run has gotten up to 9 million streams. Um, How many, but, just in comparison, because like 1.7 million is a lot. Can you quickly pull up someone like, um, who's a Dark Horse? What about Cody Johnson? Just see what... Sure. Throw, throw up Cody Johnson. What? How many monthly listeners does he have? 4.4. 4. So, like... He has more than a third of what... Or more than a fourth of what... That's Cody crazy, because I see Cody as... Dang, good for Warren Zeters. Yeah. And good for me. I've been there from the start. And good for whoever commented him, because they're the ones who have truly been with him from the start. No, I actually... But... I don't remember how I... I know I heard his song on the run before you did it, before you covered it on your uh, What's On video. I don't remember how I knew it, though. I'm going to be honest. Um, but song I, has I come around. Yeah. That's but, sick. All right. Well, he I has really, two new songs. We should get to that. Yeah, or, uh, what sorry. I really want to talk about is he, he, a while back, he released a cover EP album thing. Um, and just... This past Friday, I believe, he released a deluxe version of that album that added two more songs. And one of them is a cover of Outskirts of Heaven. I could not tell you who originally performs this song because I've never heard it in my life before I heard it. Craig Campbell. And that's who it it features as well. Oh, it's a Craig Campbell song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't realize. It's from like 20... Wow, Jaron, maybe you just click on his name and you'll find that out. <laughs> 20... I didn't even bother. 15, 16, uh, something like that. Hmm. I'll have to check out the original version. But this song, this cover that Warren Ziders does, and if this song features Craig Campbell, I mm-hmm. think this song is... I know he didn't write it. I know it's a cover. But I just... His voice on this song, I love it. Like I His voice is something else. Yeah, but the every it's freaking it's the it's when they're like both singing at the same time. The harmonies it, are so singing. good. And like I said, I know he didn't write this, but I really, really, really like the lyrics to this song. Um, mm-hmm. I need to. This makes me want to check out the original, so I'll have to do that. The original's um, kind of like, um, big two thousands country vibes. Just a okay. just a through and through standard traditional country okay um that's kind of how i would describe it yeah. as vague as that may sound hopefully that gives you an idea yeah um, i'm just kind of i was actually genuinely surprised to see that he I was like oh he's got somebody featured on this and then come to find out i literally found out a minute ago that it's the dude that actually wrote the song mm-hmm. um cool. yeah warren has an incredible voice but it definitely like um in a way, it kind of has to fit the song. Because yeah, on his cover... Covered, he's covered Colt 45. And I get that he's doing it as... It's a, it's just a cover album, and he probably wanted to do it just for fun. It's And he doesn't do it like a bad cover necessarily, but I've heard, I, I've heard the original Colt 45 song many, many, many times. And him doing it just feels weird <laughs> i know, I don't know. It, it was it was that one and also the out of bl- out of the blue just post malone feeling whitney that just like like it uh-huh. just didn't work for me because feeling whitney's such a sad vulnerable song um 
and then Warren comes in with this big, powerful, raspy voice. It's like, hold on, hold on. Like your voice is incredible, but this, sure. this ain't when you bring it out. <laughs> this ain't when you bring out as much rasp as hey, you yo, can. Chill, dog. Chill, chill, dog. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, yeah, he has a heck of a again. voice when he uses it right. Because I only listened to this acoustic covers album like once. I only listened through it like once when it came out. Yeah. Cause and I actually thought it was interesting. He does a he he covers a decent amount of basses here. He does cover me up, which is obviously a uh, Jason Isbell Morgan Wallen song. A lot of it's people a Morgan Wallen song. <laughs> Stop. Is is it not a Morgan Wallen song? I thought my favorite artist of all time, Morgan Wallen, made that uh, song. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna believe you. God. Anyway, but I, he covers. He does a. He does Picos on the rooftops. He does this damn song. He does two. Uh. Tyler Childers songs. He does Nose on the Grindstone, Lady May. He does Porch Rain Angel. He's covering me up. So he's pulling on. I mean, these are all. Pulled really out good all songs. the stops. But at the same time, for his acoustic. Some of them feel a little like I'm. It's cool that he did this damn song because it's a lot of a lot of people don't know about Picos and the Rooftops still. Um, Nose on the Grindstone is a slightly. Oh, actually, I would say it's underrated. I feel like not a lot. There, if you're a Tyler Childers fan, of course you've heard Nose on the Grindstone. But I feel like everybody's heard Feathered Indians if you know who Tyler Childers is. But mm-hmm. probably you haven't heard Nose on the Grindstone, so I think that's a good pick for this. There's also the um. um... And then Porch Swain Angel is, I think, a solid pick. It just feels weird that he also picked Lady May and Cover Me Up, because I feel like that's, like, low-hanging fruit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, like, the one Co. Wetzel cover. Songs. Yeah, oh, yeah, the one Co. Wetzel cover that's, like, super, like, <laughs> recent. It's, like, that's a pretty new song. Yeah, and but... he, uh, that's actually the most popular, according to Spotify, that's the most popular song on really? this album. Yeah, it has, so... It has almost 5 million streams, um, and then Stone has 3.1 million streams. Those are the most two most popular ones. And then this Not damn song, shabby. which is over of Picos, is 3.6 million. Oh, wait, no, that one's the second most popular. My bad. I don't know Stone. Is that – do you know who – what song is that? I Stone. couldn't tell you the original. I don't – I'd have to listen to it, and I'd have to look it up because I don't know. But yeah, I'm. I guess in short, the reason I wanted to talk about him is because I, he's put out a lot of stuff that I'm very, very fond of, and I especially I did I remember listening to his like, his seven one seven tapes that he released earlier today. And. Ride the lightning's good. Um, loving and hating you is pretty solid too. Okay, loving um, and hating you. Spoiler alert, foreshadow. That's like you will see that reappear in my top country songs relatively mm. high that's all i'm gonna say interesting i love um, that song my only thing is he's like i think the first two on the 717 tapes it's only five songs i think the first two songs are very solid i think the fifth one is solid boys for life the third one is just kind of like i don't know i don't really know what to think of it i know that i don't really like it that much <laughs> and I, think it's I don't know what weird. to think i don't like it it feels like it's bro country but it's trying not to be bro country at the same time 
Yeah, it's like trying to avoid what it is. Yeah, but it's like you made a song called Boys for Life and it just feels super douchey. (laughs) I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like a horrible song. Um, It just feels so... It kind of feels out of place to me with Mm. like these all these... I don't know. It feels not... It just... I just don't think it's as good. Cause you yeah. see, I just like good music. <laughs> we just don't like bad yeah. music. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the. That should be like our um slogan. We, we just we just don't like bad music. That's the someone. Oh, uh, I forget what episode that was as well. Um, if any of you want to go find it and like comment the timestamp of that, you're a savior. And I will clip that, re-upload it, and probably use that soundbite a lot well, moving I think forward. Hannah had made a comment, but you deleted the video that was on your original channel. So now we're going to have to figure out. I did not delete it. I made it private. So oh, I can go back to, and find that. You might be able to do that. I think Hannah, I think Hannah commented, I think, about that. Because she was like, I think she said something about us cracking her up. Which is great. I'm glad that I made you laugh. By the way... Werner's ginger ale, best ginger ale there is. <laughs> Do you like ginger ale, Evan? Actually, I'm curious. Um, I like it with cranberry juice. Hey, yo, have you never had that? No, I mean, I I would be willing to try it. I'm not just gonna be you like you. Never that's had that. That's not a normal oh, like, ginger beer. Ginger ale and ginger that's beer. Like are, like, super, that's like a super. That's like a super common. I've had cranberry ginger ale Canada Dry, I think. But, like, not, like, actual cranberry juice mixed with ginger ale. That's, like, like a gonna... super common drink up here at, like, festive times. Do you guys have Verner's? Have I've never heard of that. That's interesting because but like... It's, like a, it's a Michigan thing. Like, it's... Huh. And you... Michigan is relatively close to Canada. So, I, I've just figured... That it maybe it branched out. I don't know. I'm just kind of shocked you've never had it with cranberry juice because like everywhere you go, that's like the that's like the mixed that's the drink that will be at the table for Christmas or Thanksgiving. There will be like a jar or there will be like a jug of cranberry juice. LeBron got us with the hookup with the cranberry sprite. You know what I'm saying? You got you'll have a jug of cranberry juice and like a (laughs) like just like six ginger ale cans just vibing in the middle of the table and that's just the combo i love making fun of you've seen those lebron james sprite cranberry ads right? <laughs> i love making Sadly. i love i love making fun of them and calling them like saying uh krite spranberry <laughs> why because it's, it's it sounds dumb and it makes me laugh i'm i'm sorry oh uh, well, well it is past midnight not for uh, me oh uh, not for you I mean, it's past midnight. And I'm actually, I'm staying um, up till 2 a.m. anyway with my friends because we're going to, well, probably more. Oh, I just accidentally brought my mouse onto the screen. Oh, well, oh, well. Whatever. Anyway, um, we're going to, me and my buddies are going to watch the newest episode of Hawkeye tonight. But Evan wouldn't know that because he physically no can't watch is. movies or TV. So. No. Um, I got tickets to the Spider-Man movie. Are you? Only because my friends are going. <laughs> Have you even seen the ones that go before it? It's going to be the first Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. No, bro, you can't. This is the... No, no. I'm only no. going because my friends are going. I'm not going for the plot or whatever. I understand. <laughs> the only reason this upsets me is because 
for reasons I guess I don't want to spoil since you're going to see it, and I know you don't really care, but I'm still not going to talk about it. But they're seeing all the all of the other <laughs> Spider-Man movies before this one is like key to the experience for this one. It's just not happening. <laughs> I know, I know it's, it's gonna infuriate so many people. I, I know that's just not like... happening, and that's why it upsets me. Because <laughs> I know that you will just not watch any of the other ones, and the only reason you're going is because your buddies are going, and you'll probably fall asleep or something. And if no, I was no, there, well, that was I, I, I was there in person, bro. I was... <laughs> Square up, bro. Don't let those eyelids get too heavy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like a movie connoisseur now. I'm gonna see, but Sp- I forget what it's called. Not Homecoming. That was a different one. Spider-Man Spider- into the oh Spider-Verse? God. Is that what oh, it is? Are you, gonna, are you about... Wait, which one? The one you're about to see? Yeah. What's what's the new one? Okay, so... <laughs> this one's called Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, yeah. That sounds familiar. Right. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse <laughs> is an animated Spider-Man movie that came out two oh, years shit. ago. Oh, awesome with Post Malone and Sway Lee, right? That super catchy yes. song. Oh. Sunflower. Yeah. It's a, it's a good song, honestly. It is. Um... All right. Yeah. We're done. Episode over.